grab a drink, and get comfortable. Because the real hooligans are about to drop some movie knowledge on your ass. And now, here's Tim and David. Oh, say can you see, David. We're coming to America this week. Are you ready for this, brother? Yes, sir. I've been waiting 30 years for this. 33 years? Is that 32 years since the original? Don't ask me to do math, Tim. 33 years. 1988. This movie is a fucking classic. It absolutely is. And just to let you know, listeners, Tim and David here with your real hooligans, we're going to be talking about coming to America and coming to America. Coming to America. And coming to America. Coming to. And coming to America. And to. And coming to America. Don't forget the two. I know. We're going to talk about coming to America and coming to America. I think everybody's on board. Okay. God, I fucking hate these titles. <laughs> it's like it's like they're like, hey, what's the most unimaginative shit? Hey, there's already a two in the title. Just switch it up. I fucking hate that. I hate when they use... I honestly don't like just putting two anyway. So I didn't like Iron Man 2. Two. <laughs> I didn't like... I don't like uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. So you're more of a fan of like Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. I'd I'd wish that they would come up with better I mean, those are stupid too, but I mean... I would rather them have You're more of a fan of name it something, give it a a name of some sort. Yeah. Bill and Ted face the the music. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. They're all Star Wars movies. Yeah, but those have numbers in them too. Episode. Episode. Even though they try and switch it up with Roman numerals. Okay, but see, in my head, I'm gonna, I'm always gonna know that this is Iron Man three. Even if you were like Iron Man and the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. Like, Wait, was that two? They don't have a number in it. Anyways, coming to America and coming to America, 1988 and 2021, 33 years apart. Eddie Murphy returns. Man. This movie felt old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I went back and rewatched it. No, no, no. I mean just I didn't mean the f- second one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. We'll get we're just going to go back and forth. We're not necessarily going to Do you have a, five questions for this? I do. Okay. Let's do that first before. We, yeah, we're not going to be too certain. We're just going to talk <laughs> about stuff we liked in the movie. I think that's the best way to do this. Uh, let's do five questions with David real quick though. Insert sound effect. Where would you go on this planet to find a bride, Tim? To find a bride? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. There's there's not a region of the world where you're like, yeah, those people are awesome. Now, how about how about an Irish girl? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna go British. I like that. I, mean, I like that's that. You're, you're in that, 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 that. Yeah. The same, same oh. thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm English anyway, you know. Right. Well, same, but I'm Irish. Anyways. Best Eddie Murphy movie, not a stand-up special. Man, I would probably say forty-eight hours. I was going to go Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, so cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad that We're I in said that 48 same, hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Coming to America. Jesus Christ. This is like what I used to love. About, this is what I used to like Facebook is I could just put a quote on Facebook and literally 
all people would do is fill in the blanks. Next line. Mm-hmm. Next line. There, I mean, you know, I'd get like 60, 70, 80 comments. It's not, beautiful. not fuck this movie. Just, no. just lines. Just their lines. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Here's the one I like. Here's another one. And it's just that's the way this is. Uh, but uh, but I love 48 Hours. And another, I mean, those are two good ones. Him and Nick Nolte, they were great. Oh. That chemistry they had. Back and forth. Yes. So great. All right. Prince Akeem had the royal bathers to help make his mundane morning tasks easier. Mm-hmm. If you could have a royal aide help you with... Just a random task, what would it be? What's something you hate doing? That you're just like, oh, gotta do this again. Uh, why don't we just say showering? All right. I mean, All right. Get, right, get right to it. We'll just leave it at that. Rush hour. I hate rush hour. I would rather ride in the car and have someone drive me. Eh. If I had an aide, that's what they would be. Eh. Drive my car. I'm worried about driving, so <laughs> I'd be like, oh, why are you doing it like this? Not out loud. Yes, <laughs> yeah, of I'm, course. I'm not, you know, I'm not a complain to the driver, but um, I am just like, oh, my God. That's not how I did it. All right, Tim. Bravery test. What is the largest cat you would be brave enough to sneak up on and steal whiskers from? Well... I'm just going to say the lion because I'm not going to sit here and try to think about how big cats are. But, you know, myself as a Leo, um, I feel like we'd have a kin, kinmanships. And he would eat your ass. <laughs> Probably. I, I like that <laughs> trick, though, the hiding in the cage. That was yeah, a good trick. that was a good one. Yeah, the, anyway, we'll talk about it. There was actually some stuff I was like, wait, what? <clears throat> All right. Is Eddie Murphy back? Mm. Man, I don't know yet. I hope so. I mean, I really like Dolomite. I like this movie. <clears throat> it seems a little soft at times, though, man. I just miss... I miss... And it's like you can't have young Eddie Murphy back. And see, that's one of... We'll get into this in a little bit, but that's one of my complaints about this this movie. Um, I felt, is I felt soft at times. I felt like soft Eddie Murphy trying to be old Eddie Murphy or young Eddie Murphy, and I'm just like... Agreed. But... There's reasons I, I think. Sure. So 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 so. Okay. Yeah, I think he's getting there. I think he's on his way. Would I watch another Beverly Hills Cop movie? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I want? Beverly Hills Bad Boys. Ooh. Crossover. Dude, Dude give me Will. Give me big. Will Smith and Martin, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Wow. And just some for no reason crossover movie like <laughs> Yeah, that seems totally unnecessary, well, that's like, but that's like fun. We, we have sequels planned for both, but we have no idea what to do and it's just like let's just make one movie. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> but do we really want Eddie to get into Eddie Murphy revives the 80s? I I don't know. I honestly don't know if he could share the screen with Will Smith. I don't think so. I think there would be some ego there. And we'll talk about that today too. Fantastic. Let's jump right in, Tim. Cool. All right. Okay. Here that we go. Five. Uh, That's all what, five. Did, did you have an answer for that one? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we kind of bounced back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he's on his way. Oh, okay. That was the last one. Okay. All right. So let's just say I think coming to America in 1988 is one of the. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time, and it's because of its quotability. I mean, just from beginning to end. I mean, just everything. I mean, just like everybody remembers the. 
the the bathing scene sure. and, and just the surprise of it. Yeah, how many times have you said the, that? Just chilling in the bath and then the heads pop up. It's just like, oh, it's okay, right? <laughs> you right. know, and he just, he's just so <sighs> about it, you know, and it's just so, he's so bored with it, and it's just it was so great. I mean, you know, just how many lines though? Good morning, my neighbors. Yes. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just it's so simple. That it's hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious every time I watch it. So, um, but yeah, that was like 88. So that was 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Definitely one of those. I mean, James Earl Jones. That voice, that that kingly presence. That lion wrapped around him. (laughs) He had that, Mm -hmm. that lion head draped over his shoulder. That's a, that's a king right there. Yeah. That's the man right there, dude. I mean... But yeah, so, but yeah, here we are, like, what, 33 years later, we get a sequel to this movie. After so many starts and stops, I think, over the years, I mean, how many times have you heard, like, hey, they might be doing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, and uh, I know Ryan Coogler, a few years ago, really tried to make it happen with Michael B. Jordan playing his son. That would have been a lot of fun. Um, but... Eddie Murphy wouldn't let it happen because the focus wouldn't be on him. him. It would. And so that's kind of why I'm like, you got to get the lessers. That's why I was like, yeah, I mean, Beverly Hills, bad boys would be just an insane action movie. I mean, get, you know, get, you know, like some bizarre melding of eighties and nineties. You know, I'm I, I'm here for it, but but it's like, but but after I heard that story, I was like, oh, so he's kind of got a, because I'm like, that's already, yeah, you're right, that did sound like a better, but it could have, would it have been funny? Yeah, can Kukler do funny? I don't know. Can Michael he's, B. Jordan do funny? That's another good question. Because I see him really laying into those scenes with the uh, the. Beautician lady, yeah. you insert Michael B. Jordan in that. That's a very different scene of him. Just oh, yeah, I'm really torn here. You know, you get. <laughs> I, it, it, I don't know. I don't know that it that would that aspect of it would have right. played out very well. And and that's true. You know, we haven't seen. You know, and that's one thing about that dude that played his son here. Um, let me look up this cat's name real quick. Jermaine Fowler. Yeah, thank you. I know he was in. Damn it. And it already slipped my head. Something. Oh, the one with the the horse people. Horse people. Oh, he's Pete repeat on fucking Bojack. That's awesome. Um, do 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 do. Hold on, I'm going back here. Yeah. It's him. Sorry to bother you. Have you not seen that movie? I have not. You should watch that movie. Okay. <clears throat> it's got Lakeith Stanfield in it. Oh, all right. I guarantee you've seen the trailer. Yeah. But man, that movie is fucking crazy. About the telemarketer people? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen Do you the remember trailer. a few seconds ago when I said horse people? Yes. Watch the movie. Okay. Horse people. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyways, so this dude is his son, and I don't know. He was all right. He, he, I thought he was pretty good. He was fine, but he, it, he's not somebody that was going to upstage. No, no, no. Certainly. He was there to. To play a spe- very specific role in this and do your part, go home and enjoy the fame. 
that's Eddie Murphy's spot. And man, there was one. There's one thing about this movie that the other one lacks, and that's like he's like the, uh, you know, he's the king, and or not, he's the king. I mean, he, I guess he is. Yeah. But um, in the other movie, he was always like playing up to someone who was his superior, you know, his boss at McDowell. You know, yeah. Because he was just kind of playing a part. Yeah. And it was like he had nobody to play off in that respect. And sometimes that's what's always better about Eddie Murphy is when he's playing against someone who thinks they are above him. Uh, I, I, I think you I think you get that later in the movie when he has the conversation with McDowell. Um, when they, you know, he goes back to mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just love how a, a small sliver of it. <clears throat> yeah, it just but I just mean his performance. It just it gave him because he was always having to be the parent or yes. the superior. And it just didn't allow him to kind of have that, you know, you know, let me tell you about this football game I watched last <laughs> night. The, you know, the exuberance was, was not just, there. It's. It's it's an act that he's putting sure. on in that movie, and that's what's he had no no reason to kind of I don't know be playful. He was not playful. No, and it's like there were times it would have been like I don't know. It was sometimes it was like watching Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where yeah, it's been a while since you've done this. It's been a minute. I mean, you know, it's like it's. It, can't see him, you know, see him, you see him struggling to not necessarily get into character, but maybe he just was actually having a hard time figuring out what that character really was. Yeah. Oh, Tim, the, the wonderful fight scene with his three daughters where we really get an introduction to, to his children in this. He looks so old and out of shape and, they had to, uh, I don't know, kind of tailor the shots to accommodate him, Eddie. Oh yeah, he was obviously the the least energetic and athletic. Yeah, of that group. Um, uh, you know, one person I liked to see again that I don't think they did enough with his character. That was Arsenio. Yeah, so and happy some to of see it, him Some back. of it was the way, our, the way James Earl Jones just was fucking over oh, him. <laughs> oh, that was... He's just like, will someone kill him already? <laughs> yeah. That was just great. Um, Ordered his execution three times. But that, was, that was good to see him again. Yes. Uh, and I thought he did a wonderful job in all of the different characters that he brought back. Yeah. Um, you know, that that... Preacher from the first one is one of <laughs> the funniest characters in that. And uh, to see him back in his little crackhead church in Queens was fun. And I, I, I thought he I thought he did a great job with it again as even a more elderly old pastor. That dude. Oh, damn it. Let me find his name because Paul Bates. Oha. Dude, when he busted out that song, yes, that was fucking awesome. So great. When he just started to sing, I was like, oh, yes. Because <laughs> his song from the first one, then yes. just stick around for the weird John yeah, Legend. Yeah, John Legend did it at the end in the credits. <laughs> My kids are apparently over John Legend. 
because they were just like, like, what's this all about? And I'm like, he must have written something. He did. He wrote a couple songs, but <clears throat> but Oha getting his moment. Um, and they got, you know, and again, you know, you compared this, uh, you said, you know, said something about it being like Bill and Ted. Agreed. It was just, it wasn't a great movie, but it was fun to see everybody again. And, and I had fun. I, I never felt at any point in time like, man, what a waste of my time. I enjoyed the hour and 40 minutes that I got to sit in this one. We're going to get uh, Owen on here. All right. Owen's going to join us for for coming to America for a few minutes. And then he'll be on the episode you'll hear next week also. I'm very much looking forward to this, Owen. So, Owen is 15, and in my house, you were pretty pretty much born into movies. So, Owen does his shit. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, it was great to, to hear that dude sing again. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of that was fun to just kind of see some of these characters come back, you know, after all these years. A lot of these actors who... I haven't done anything that we've known them from. Not really. <laughs> you know, I for like 33 years. But, you know, it was good to see, you know, the, the rapping twins that, you know, the fact they brought them back twice. It was like, wow, yes. really? They brought all these people to Samunda for this wedding at the end of this movie? Kind of funny. Uh, John Amos, dude, he's great. Yeah, it was good to see him back again. Absolutely. I, oh, did, I did have a moment when I, when I saw when I started digging into this and who was in it in, in my research prior, I was like, Oh wow. I'm so delighted. He's still around. I, I had no idea. Which, who are you talking about? Amos. Though? Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> what did you think? Owen? this is uh, Owen is going to say, what's up? What's up, Owen? What's up? Um, I heard it get compared to like Bill and Ted and how it was like fun to see those characters again. And you know, I felt the same way and you know, it was fun to watch and there were some laughs just like with, Bill and Ted, and uh, you know, some some of the stuff was just like, like some of the conflicts were like solved off screen, you know. Uh, yeah, there. that was one debate that we had, or that was kind of pointed out consistently throughout the movie. Is like, first of all, the two the ex, or not the ex, the one night stand played by Leslie Jones, and uh, then the wife who was played by Sherry, Sherry Healy. Healy, yeah. Um, Lisa, um, like, like, you know, they, you know, didn't get along at first, of course, you know, because, uh, he's, we didn't really kind of recapture the plot here, but he goes back to get his son that he finds out he had this one night. He remembers this one night stand he had, and he has this kid from it. And, uh, so they all, he brings them all back to I almost said Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) You knew it was coming at some point. Damn you. Tracy Morgan. Um, and, you know, there's conflicts there. There's conflict between Tracy Morgan and um, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, they, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, he, like, comes up to him at the, like, they're eating. And he's like, hey, compadre, that means friend. Yeah. And my son immediately goes, oh, so they just resolved their conflict off screen here. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know how many times he pointed that. He's like, oh, that was resolved off screen. Sure. The same thing with uh, Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes at the end. They were just all of a sudden getting along. Well, yeah, he got beat up by his daughter and decided. Okay, we're good. We're good. I just, I loved how he just entered like kind of dancing. Always. (laughs) 
Can we talk about the the new additions to this? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do that. We, we'll we got just... we got some great additions this time around. Uh, two of them, Leslie Jones and um, Wesley Snipes. Yes. Who I think just absolutely fit right in, and what they were asked to do. Leslie Jones, be loud, be. That's all she's told. Somewhat promiscuous, I guess, because that's what's basically yeah, happening. Yeah, she's like, here. I'm a hoe. I'm a I'm hoe. A hoe. <laughs> I was in these streets, um, so um, I thought I thought they did. I thought they did well. Yeah. Uh, they didn't drag this movie down at any point in time. No, they were the it, they were the energy that it was lacking. Yes, I mean, yeah. Our, our studio, uh, Wesley Snipes plays the leader of Next Door. Next Doria. What a creative name. Yeah, and he just. He has kind of like a musical entourage that kind of... It's like a flash him. mob everywhere yeah. he goes. <laughs> but he just kind of has this... I don't even want to... A little kind of shuffle. Strut. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little shuffle strut that he just kind of like shimmies when he when he walks. It's just so hilarious. You can just tell he's had... That's one person I would like to say. Wesley Snipes, I think, is back more than Eddie Murphy. I, really? What's Eddie, the last thing Wesley Eddie, Eddie Murphy's been around. I mean, he, you know, he's done, even though he's done stuff that maybe not, he's been, you know, making more family-friendly type stuff. No, he sucks lately. But he's, Wesley Snipes has been like nowhere to be found. No, uh, jail it, for a while, well, I mean, he? You know, so <laughs> I think with this and Dolomite, again, yeah, it, I think this, it's nice to see him getting back into that spotlight again. Eddie Murphy, yeah, I mean, he just needs to make better decisions, but sure. I think this is nice to see Snipes in anything, and not only in in, in something. He's in something where it's like, yes, he's like the best part of this scene. Yes. you know, and it was just like every scene. He was just always like, I don't know. It looked it was hilarious. It was definitely a highlight of the movie. How do we feel about uh, Tracy Morgan? Oh, I love Tracy Morgan. He is just the comedic slap you need in all of these things. Him and Arsenio, I don't know how they managed to have such great chemistry, those two, but it absolutely worked yeah. in every scene that they were in together. And it was like, obviously, they were like writing it or something, and they go, well, we need to just have these guys get along. They're funnier when they're... And so they just started to get along. And yeah. It was like, anyways, just cut, cut to the chase. Let's just, you know, get there. Uh, Morgan Freeman playing Morgan Freeman. That was fun. Always good to see another iconic voice drop in. Uh, who was the... I'm trying to remember character names here. The girl that played the love interest to Lavelle Johnson. I guess I thought it was Johnson, and that's just the way they said... Is it Johnson? Johnson. Johnson. I thought it was Johnson. Johnson. Um, my blind eyes is... Oh no, that chick is the. So I'm gonna have you look look that up while I'm talking here, David. Uh, yeah, new new cast members, Trevor Noah playing that, the news guy from in Africa. That was amazing. Yeah. Who else we got here? Just all Bella the... Murphy. Yeah, which which of the daughters was she? Uh, Oma. Thank you. So she was the oldest one? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then it's a picture of him, yeah, so... 
All right, Owen. What were uh, what was your what were some of your favorite moments? Um, what do you think of the barbershop guys? Are you talking about the, the ones in Queens? Yeah, they were loud for sure. They're always so good though. You said they were in the first one, right? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the first one in a while, so I didn't notice. Well, that. you need to go back and revisit that again. That's it. That's important. Yeah. Definitely watch that again this week. One of my concerns going into this film was the rating. Coming to America was a hard R. Boobs, profanity, it was all there. And then we see the PG-13 rating going into this one. And then the story that develops about him and family. And so we have seen Eddie Murphy's career progress from raw and delirious and 48 hours and all of these wonderful, dirty, filthy, fun but even movies. Like, even like the Beverly Hills Cop series got tame while he was doing it because the third one was PG-13. Yeah. Is the third one? Yeah. So it takes place at an amusement park. It's bad. Um, and and then we get into, you know, later in Murphy's career, daddy daycare and, you know, he's had to age and progress with, with the times. Um, so here we are with this one. And my concern was, is it going to be as funny if I'm not getting all of that raunchy humor that I got in the first one? Uh, and it was. It was just as, it was it was funny and I didn't yeah I don't think it were, required there all were of the times where I really felt it it seemed like a tame version of yes but the I original. think there are probably some edits to these scenes they shot some other versions of these scenes that probably made it more sure um, <clears throat> adult. I guess. I don't know. And, you know, in the original, he, Akeem wasn't profane. I mean, he, no, no, he, no. He's, he, he was it, kingly. It's just, kind of the, it's just kind of like everything around him. I mean, you know, uh, obviously, I can't even, where the, was the F word a? I don't think it was said in this one. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very prominent. In the first one, <laughs> the Samuel first L. Jackson says it like eight times in the right. restaurant. Exactly. Exactly. And that's probably why they're like, he's like, man, where you got shooting? I'll be there. You don't even have to pay me. And they're like, Sam, it's a PG-13 movie, bro. <laughs> you don't qualify. Yeah. He's like, I was in Star Wars. And they're like, yeah, but. I was in all the Marvels. He was in the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. He didn't have a line. That's true. He didn't. How about Leslie Jones' reaction to the royal bathers? It's much, much different than... I told you we were going to come back to this. You said in the five questions um, that his reaction, Eddie Murphy's reaction, the first one, was kind of (sighs) like... Oh, right. Sigh. He's just bored with that life. Then you take a normal person that is not accustomed to it and drop them in the same situation, and their reaction is absolutely the other way. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I thought that was a a totally appropriate reaction. Yeah. No, she was great. Leslie Jones is somebody that um, I 
I think there's more to her than we get to see because I do think it's just like, all right, go be Leslie Jones. Yes. You know, a lot of the way, like, you know, I think Melissa McCarthy. That, yeah, that's where I was headed. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's just like the, you're, you're the big. This loud, is what you do. Funny chick. Yeah, so yell and scream about some stuff. Funny and stupid. And, you know, you'll be the butt of all the jokes and, you know, whatever. This, you'll be the start and the butt of all the jokes, basically, you know. Um, but then we'll come around and give you that no, moment in the great. end. She's, she was. She's she was amazing. wonderful. Uh, what else we got on this one? Sexual chocolate. Yeah, the return of sexual sexual chocolate. And it was. And, yeah, I think, that, I think we got. Was there anybody that didn't come back? Any no, I don't characters? think so. I think they brought them all back. Uh, we talked about. I, I wish, the, and I don't. I can't remember if this is off. off was mic. Eric LaSalle in it? No, he was not. Eric Thank LaSalle you. didn't Eric come LaSalle. back. Eric LaSalle was is busy fucking directing Chicago Hope or some shit. She's like, really, bro? You were too busy with your CBS drama really? that you couldn't come back and really. I uh, mean, it's like the movie that made you. So close. It's like he was the only one missing. Um, his mom wasn't there. Was she, is that actress around? Or was mm-hmm. that, or is that just intentionally written in so that when the king passed away, also? What a funeral for James Earl Jones. She passed away in 1995. <clears throat> Madison Clare. So. What did you just say, though? James Earl Jones' funeral. Beginning. What a... Can I do that? If I know I'm going to die, can I just sit at my own funeral and then just die mid-funeral? And y'all just finish up? Yeah. Wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah, that was a pretty weird way to go. But, I mean, you know. He had a pretty good little show to go out to, though. Yeah. We had, like, In Vogue and... Salt, Salt and pepper. pepper, and it was narrated by Morgan Freeman. And was that Gladys Knight in there? Gladys some Knight pint? was in there, yeah, yeah dude. Uh, how about when Dikembe Mutombo was in there later <laughs> on, dude? I was just like, you just like wagged his finger, and I was like, was that fucking Dikembe Mutombo? Yeah, right. <laughs> how much does he just, get paid to wag his finger? Just fucking random. That was fucking random. Yeah, I mean, he's from he's African, a, an African country, yeah. you know. Saying so, he's always, you know, been like a he just been. I wouldn't have recognized him otherwise. But oh, when yeah, he, but no, it, no, 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 I knew who he was immediately. Oh, did you? Was like, yeah. well, I wasn't thinking about it. Just, but it, when he wagged, I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> derp. Um, yeah, and that's just what made it fun. The, the plot itself was silly. It's a, it's the there's a lot of like drama raised, but kind of. Like I said, it's all just kind of like dismissed, mostly. Yeah. I mean, they're like warring countries. Countries are going to go to war with it, and it's just handled so. Not that it had to deal with it seriously, but it's just. So whatever. It's just like shrugged. <laughs> just like yeah, but when the when the warlord like, of the other country dances into the room, yeah, and it's kind of uh, whatever. <laughs> this guy again. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I, I for me, Wesley Snipes was. One of my favorite wolves. Yeah, probably yeah. my favorite part of the movie. I think so. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Craig Brewer, this dude? 
Oh, how about the the nod to the uh, the Duke brothers again? Yeah, that was that was good. That was always one of my favorite moments because I loved trading places when I was younger. Yeah. So just that when he reaches down and hands that stack of cash and it's those guys, I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking genius. Absolutely. That's John Landis. I mean, so it's the same director. <clears throat> and then this guy has his way of working in his own work. When that chick is all talking about like which one was the the best barbershop. The bar- no. And I, I was like, all right, this is slightly no. gratuitous. That one was beauty shop. There's a difference <laughs> in making a reference to characters from your movie. Like if they had worked in like Ice Cube from bar- or Queen Latifah in this character, in this, you know, where maybe she goes and works at her. And her it shop. just it was like an in-universe thing. That would have been, you know, because she said her favorite spinoff. But even so, something. Yeah. Would have been a little bit different instead of just having characters monologue about which of your favorite movies by the director? It just seemed a little yeah self gratifying. So who do you think wrote that scene? Do you think the writer wrote that scene and like, hey dude, here's a nod to you, or was it uh, was it Brewer that was like, hey, here's here's some notes? Oh, I just don't even know. I mean, that was he. The story is. Least. Oh, that's the second one. Hold on, let me get on the right fucking movie. It's like, he's not even written by like nine people. That sounds about right. Oh, John Landis directed a segment. So. The funeral, I bet. (laughs) That would be great if it was the funeral scene. Maybe he directed the Joe scene. Okay, yeah. Uh. Eddie Murphy wrote it. So. Okay. He's written, written by Eddie Murphy. Maybe that's the problem, too. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. It's, a little, it's just, it's a little flat. It's a little soft. It just felt, it felt PG-13 at times. Sure, yeah. But it's like, I don't, I'm not saying I need all those girls to be topless. I don't need that for, you know, for my enjoyment. I don't need more F-bombs for my enjoyment just to have them. No. You know, I, I'm not I'm not a fucking Snyder fan. I don't need F words and R ratings just to make it feel like it's a better movie. So cool, but I felt like it. I, it felt soft at times. It it felt tame, and I, honestly, I feel kind of that way about some in a way about Brewer's movies. Looking at his filmography, just between the barbershop movies, what else did we see was in there? <clears throat> I got it right here. Hustle and Flow. I actually haven't even seen that. Maybe I have. I Hustle and Flow was great. I really enjoyed Hustle and Flow. That's an older. And one. it was up for a ton of Oscars, wasn't it? It got a lot he of. He did that. Oh, he was the. Let's. I'm gonna look at his director filmography right here. Coming to America, Dolomite, and and I felt like Dolomite at times was a little boring. Haven't seen it. Empire, I haven't watched. Did the TV movie of Boomerang? Boomerang is actually a fucking great movie. Wonderful Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. We didn't even mention life in our discussion. That's the one with him and Martin Lawrence. Another great one. Yeah. Eddie's done some stuff. That was probably around when he tapered off, man, that mid-90s. He started doing movies aimed at younger ones. 
I'll always defend Shrek. Shrek is one of the best animated Absolutely. movies ever. I still think that first one is one of the most genius. It's one of the best parts of that movie. Parodies of that genre. Yeah. It's just it's so fucking, I mean. And yeah, and he's so great. I mean, just his Eddie Murphy comic timing in that um, is just wonderful. So this dude did the Footloose movie. Okay, <laughs> stop. Okay, well, we can't. They all can't be but, winners. But I don't know, man. So I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen enough of his stuff. Because he doesn't have the... The barbershop movies on here. Did he do them? Do we need another one? Do we need one with his his daughters? Oh, that was Is Tim's, that where they're going? That was Tim's story. Um, say that again. Do we need another one with his daughters? Is this a is this now a new franchise? We talked about that with Bill and Ted. Do the daughters take over, and do we get more of these with the daughters? Will it be the case with Coming to America? Um, I, I'm sure there's a story there. I hope not. Same with Bill and Ted. I hope not. Don't. I see you don't need to. Oh, I do not at all want to see a Bill and Ted no. with those kids. No. Especially that one that was all like acting like him the whole time. Yeah. That was just too much, man. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think I need more of that. Or if you do, then call it something else. Start your own new thing based on this. Why wasn't this called, like, Going to Africa? Yeah. Or Coming Back to America again. Because he goes twice. Coming to America 2. He, like, goes in an afternoon at one point. Yeah. How does Uncle Uncle get there? Doesn't he hop on the jet when they leave the church? No, remember later on he goes and gets his uncle. Yeah. How did he authorize he just that? Like, I don't know, he like I'm the prince. Yeah. Go get the jet. I'm the prince. Go get my uncle. And how America. is this jet so unguarded that these people can just take it from the airport when That's what they're I mean. pissed just, off and leave? And then he bounces again later when yeah. he runs away. Yeah. Huh. Uh, there were a lot of. How old was that dude? That dude was 30, 31. 30, was he? he was 31, 31 when the when he blew out the candles. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's not it's not the original. It's not gonna it's not gonna have the the legs and the longevity. I'm definitely gonna watch the first one again. Will I watch this one again? Hmm. Maybe somewhere down the road. Maybe. But no. Uh, Maybe when I'm just like. Oh, it's been a while. I don't remember. Yeah. Rewatchability is pretty low without some extended time between. Right. Yeah. Would, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. Really don't need to watch it again soon. Not, not, not a high rewatch value on this one for me. Not really one of those. I'm bored. Let's watch Coming to America. Fucking title. So boring. Um, all right. So what do you think, David? It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was worth my time. It's worth everyone else's time. Sit down and watch it. If you like the first one, you're going to like the second one. Yeah, it's 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 a it's not a great movie, but good rehash. 
an hour and 48 minutes on a Saturday night is, this is not a bad way to do it. I think movies like this are why, hmm, this is kind of a dangerous slope. I, I think a movie like this is perfectly suited for streaming. Yes. Yeah. Amazon Prime was a, a great landing spot for this. But I, I I don't want this to set the bar for that quality. That they can just half ass remakes and Tim's gonna watch it. I think you've opened the door though that we're going to start seeing more of this. We're gonna start seeing more actors go deep dives back into to where you know they started. Oh my god. Did we talk about The Rock? He wants to bring back some other eighties franchise. That's all I want to say about it. Um, also, your this weekly is, rock reminder. This is a, this is a another question I had, and it's pertinent to this weekend because Paramount Plus just premiered. Yay! Lazily, I thought. What? Um, okay. Whatever. Now this is a Paramount movie. Yeah. They, they sold this to like Amazon for what five hundred million, six hundred million, some shit about a couple months ago. Right after they sold this, they announced Paramount Plus. Why didn't they keep this movie and debut this? This would have been the biggest thing on the network. That yeah, yeah. and said like all the whole complaint is like it's still just CBS All Access. Nothing's really no. I mean, I think they added some SpongeBob. You got the SpongeBob movie, which I did watch. That Sponge on the Run. I I don't have. I'm not paying for Paramount. I don't need you in my life. So I didn't. I missed out on SpongeBob. How was it? No, it's terrible. <clears throat> but it's also like a backdoor pilot for one of the new TV shows. It's really weird. I don't think SpongeBob spinoffs really need to exist. No, but, well, that's the thing. Is like the creator. What's his name? Steven Hillenberg. Yeah, he didn't want it at all. He passed away a few years ago. Yeah. That was like his whole thing. It was more like, yeah, you, you'll do a sequel over my dead body, and they're like, here we are. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> And I don't mean that. I don't hope that didn't sound disrespectful. It I mean, did. It, but it for me, it's disrespectful for that yeah. they made it despite his wishes. I didn't. I'm not disrespecting the man. I'm just saying that I feel like that was the conversation. Yes. And here we are. <laughs> it's like two. They got two shows coming. No idea. Anyway, SpongeBob. <clears throat> but I just thought it was weird because I'm just I'm like watching this on Amazon, going, why isn't this on? As soon what as that weird, logo title thing timed, pops up. And I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, because money. Sure. Money. It's <laughs> the root of everything. It's a, another nod back to, mm-hmm. to Mr. Krabs. Um, all right. What else is my other thing here? Hold on. I had one more thing. Paramount Plus coming to America. This weekend now I can't think of it I'm sure it wasn't that important I like that they brought back the uh, McDowell's restaurant You know Yeah 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 And I, I'm sorry I didn't get enough of that Because some, those were some of my His whole uh, His uh, Always his explanations of What was the difference McFlurby <laughs> McFlurby I love it It was always just McStuffin so, yeah, the, yeah I liked the McStuffin That was the one I liked Just they got the McMuffin. I've got the McStuffin. <laughs> Just like, oh, the arcs. Yeah, he's so great. John Amos, man. All right. That was something I thought was funny, but the first one, just McDowell's. 
McDonald's, but it wasn't, you know. It, McDonald's is like a huge sponsor in this movie. I don't yes. know if you noticed all the McDonald's product placement in the background of scenes. That cracked me up. Always got to get that in there. <clears throat> all right, so let's see. That's going to wrap it up for Coming to America, I think. What do you want to see Eddie Murphy do next? You want to see what, if he's back, what, what I would you want, like to see him do next? Something original? Yes. I don't, I don't want to see another rehash. Uh, I, I need to see you do something new and fresh and uh, different than anything you've done in the past, you know, 10, 15 years. If you want to go back to... F- 48 Hours or Beverly Hills Cop later. Oh, man, it's unfortunate you couldn't get him and Nolte back together. That'd be a fucking nightmare. Nick Nolte? Yeah. I mean, you could, but... Do you want to... He's still acting. I mean, I... Sure. He's in Mandalorian. But, I mean, do you really want to spend three months on a movie set with Nick Nolte? I don't know. That might be awesome. What was his What was his name in that movie? I can't remember. Fuck, 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 fuck. All right. No. Anyways, Beverly Hills Cop. You want to see another one of those? Um, later on. I, I But I need to see <clears throat> you show me that you still have those I chops. I don't know if he's got it. There's the Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, man, Cop you would have to really possibly. show me you could be Axel Foley. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You need to show me that you still have that 1983 sense of humor that you know that you're selling out arenas with. I need to see that. I mean, that's what made me fall in love with Eddie Murphy's humor and not Daddy Daycare. I, it, you can't go that route again. I need I need adult fun Eddie Murphy. I like I like some of his older stuff. Here. Trading Places is good. Yeah. Oh, Trading Places is amazing. Yeah. I might be down for another one of those. Oh, yeah, let's do it. To get him and Ackroyd back together? Yeah. Ooh, that actually sounds delicious, to be honest. Some of this stuff would be hard to make nowadays. Oh, man, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, get Jamie Lee Curtis back. I forgot she was in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easily done. But again, I don't want to see him just rehash a bunch of stuff. No, no, no. I mean, I, I you know, that's one thing I think we're getting into is is like the, you're right. I think a lot of people are going to start looking back, going, which one of my old movies can we dig out? Absolutely. And which studio is going to fork over just enough to get somebody to do something just because we can? Like, now. are we going to get like Inner Space too? Yeah. Can we? Do you know Inner Space, Owen? No. Oh, Inner Space. Actually, it was a, it was a fun movie. It was a fucking great movie back in the day. It's, uh, okay, you know that episode of Rick and Morty where they go down into, like, the amusement park inside the body? It's like yeah. that, except it's like these scientists, they can minimize you and inject you into, like, bloodstream, and this dude gets, Dennis Quaid gets injected into Martin Short's body. And hilarity ensues. Of course it does. <laughs> um, and Meg I Ryan. Quaid thing. I've only seen one of those. Just Jaws 3D. So he's done better movies. Yeah, he <laughs> has. I'm sure he has. Um, but I don't know. I, I, but I mean, that's just point out some just obscure ass movie. Yes. You know, I mean, uh, Kirk Douglas gonna dust off Romancing the Stone. Another no. fucking great movie. Yeah, but but obviously you couldn't get. <laughs> no. Kathleen Turner. That might be up for a, a reboot, though. 
Can we get another? Or just, or just how about let's just do an adventure movie because I fucking, yeah. I love those kind of movies. Those uh, those movies were that's a, that's a good movie back in the day. Um, all right, maybe that's another show. Is uh, stars who should bring back characters that. I know we got really into that I last or not last week. Nobody's heard this episode yet, but we've got it coming up. Uh, our sequels that need to happen. We get weirdly into Bruce Willis in that. We do. Despite how much he's an asshole right uh, now. How, what a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that's going to do it, man. Coming to America. Let us know what you think. Um, follow us on all our stuff. Whatever. Next week, we're going to talk WandaVision. Come for the argument. Hit me in the comments section. This is going to be fun. I'm going to be nice to him. I'm well, going to be no, nice. There's nothing to be mean about. Sure, I, there's plenty to be mean about. I'm just not going to do it. Well, all right, we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. Well, you'll hear us anyway. That's Real Hooligans. Thanks for, thanks for coming out.